Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 5th of May. Investigations are underway this morning after a toddler was left on a bus for a day in Queensland, leaving the three-year-old in a critical but stable condition in hospital. Police say the little girl was found unconscious on a minibus outside a childcare centre in Rockhampton after spending almost six hours inside the vehicle as temperatures outside reached almost 30 degrees. Here's Jason Thompson from Queensland Ambulance on Channel. They escorted the crew into the childcare centre where the young child was on the floor in the admin area. Um, Like I said, unresponsive at that point in time. The little girl was rushed to hospital in a critical condition and will undergo a deep brain scan. The incident comes just a year after a three-year-old boy was found dead inside a bus outside a childcare centre in Cairns. In other news this morning, businesses and jobs will be top of the agenda as the election campaign continues today. The Prime Minister is set to commit to creating 400,000 new small businesses over the next five years, generating more than one million new jobs. Mr Morrison will also look at blocking students who struggle at school from becoming teachers, with school leavers to be forced to pass literacy and numeracy tests before they can enrol in a teaching degree. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese will today front the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, making a case for further economic reforms to lift productivity. Meantime, calls are growing for the Prime Minister to follow through on his promise to create a National Integrity Commission. Greens leader Adam Bant wants to know what the Prime Minister is trying to hide. We've got him in the state parliaments and you know, Scott Morrison says we don't need one federally. Well, if you think that corruption stops at the ACT border, I've got a bridge to sell him. Health experts are again warning Australians to be up to date with their COVID vaccines and also their flu jabs after what is believed to be the first death in Australia from fluorona. A Victorian woman aged in her 90s died after she contracted both the flu and COVID at the same time. It's understood the elderly woman died in mid-January and was not vaccinated. Overseas now, the European Union has unveiled a plan to ban all Russian oil as part of tough new sanctions. EU President Ursula von der Leyen has called on the 27-nation bloc to phase out all imports of crude oil within six months and refined products by the end of the year. Today, we are addressing our dependency on Russian oil. And let's be clear, it will not be easy because some member states are strongly dependent on Russian oil. But we simply have to do it. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Victoria and a warning the details in this following story may be confronting. A new health alert has been issued over a mysterious flesh-eating disease that has started spreading through the suburbs. Our reporter James Lake has the latest from Melbourne. Earlier this year, Tash, infections from Barooli also were found at Essendon, Mooney Ponds and Brunswick, which are really close to the city. And now it's been detected at Pascoe Vale South and Strathmore, further to the north. Health experts say these suburbs are now deemed as areas of risk for the public. Bacteria that causes the infection is known to be carried by ringtail and brushtail possums, but how it crosses from marsupials into humans is the mystery. To Queensland and a new warning has been issued for beachgoers after an increase in drownings and near misses. 
Gold Coast lifeguards say they are frustrated that many swimmers are still refusing to swim between the flags or are jumping in the water outside of patrol hours. Our reporter Rod McLeod has more from the Gold Coast. Thanks, Tash. Both incidents at Main Beach and Burley Heads involve people entering the surf outside patrol hours. A teenage tourist got into trouble at Main Beach. Luckily for her, an off-duty surf club member rushed to her aid with his boogie board. While a surfer came to a man's aid at Burley after he got caught in a rip, both of those rescues occurring outside patrol hours and the red and yellow flags. Patrols on Gold Coast beaches begin at 8am and finish at 5pm, but there's growing instances of people entering the surf after dark, often after consuming alcohol. While volunteer lifesaver patrol season has ended, Gold Coast Council lifeguards continue their work and are pleading with people, especially those who aren't strong swimmers, to take extra care. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. As we know, our Reserve Bank moved here on our cash rate earlier this week. And very interesting to know overnight, the US Central Bank raised rates by a big half a percent. So is this a sign of what could happen here in Australia? Well, interestingly, US stocks were up big time overnight after this half a percent interest rate rise and it followed the US Central Bank boss ruling out bigger rate rises in the future. Here, half a percent rate rises are unlikely, more like quarter percent. And while some economists expect four more rises before December, others expect two or three. This is the ultimate hip pocket guessing game, and it will depend on how inflation rises or falls. And Peter, with interest rates set to soar, of course, over the next couple of years, investment bank UBS says liar loans could put nearly four in 10 recent borrowers into repayment problems. What are liar loans? <laughs> yes, that's when you don't tell the truth on your yes. loan application. And a UBS survey of 860 people concluded that 37% of bank mortgages were misrepresented or liar loans. And while down on the previous survey, it still suggests as interest rates rise, many households will be in trouble, with the survey also finding about 22% of owner-occupiers with a loan have emergency funds to cover only two months of repayments. Now, Peter, with the economy front and centre set to be very challenging times for Australia and the world over the next couple of years, we saw an interesting debate yesterday from, of course, our Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg and Labor's Jim Chalmers. Who won? Well, the experts say it was too close to call with neither men admitting that they had a big plan to curtail inflation and shrink the huge budget deficit and government debt. Former Treasury economist Chris Murphy told the AFR that the next Treasurer needs to cut spending or raise taxes to stop the Reserve Bank raising interest rates too high, but neither politician talked about doing that. No, devil's always in the detail when it's too late. Thanks so much, Peter. <laughs> Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. The Jack Jumpers are hoping for a fairy tale finish to the NBL season. Good morning, Tash. Can't wait for this. What a great story they've been, the Tassie Jack Jumpers, in their first season in the NBL. Not much expected of them. Got off to a pretty slow start in the season two, but stormed home. They're being urged to defend the island. That has been the war cry right throughout this uh, incredible playoff run. They come up against the Sydney Kings, though, a star-studded squad, uh, but their guard, Sam McDaniel, heard him speak, and he says that their style of play has proved successful so far and he doesn't see see it being any different in the grand final. Three game series, every single game was incredibly physical and so that's something that 
I've kind of just told the boys, you know, just be ready for that, you know, out on the practice court, preparing for that, training for that. So they plan to be physical with the Kings and maybe try and unsettle the the league MVP in Jalen Adams, who has uh, an extra reason to put on a show this weekend. The American import has his family in town. It's going to be lit. It's simple as that. For me, it's going to be lit. Man, they ain't get a chance to catch the show in person this whole year. So, you know, I'm going to play my heart out. And it's self-explanatory. It's the grand finals anyway. Game one tips off tomorrow night in Sydney. To NRL now, and Brett South Sydney will come up against a familiar face tonight. Yeah, they certainly will. Adam Reynolds lining up for the Broncos, of course, leaving South Sydney at the end of uh, last season, has been on fire the last couple of weeks. The Broncos are aiming for three wins in a row for the first time in three years, and his coach, Kevin Walters, says that the star halfback has been in superb form. Great pickup for us yeah, at the end of last year, and I just feel he steered the ship around nicely. He started off a little bit slow, just getting used to his uh, the other players around him and how they play, but his last month has been exceptional for us. Now, the Broncos will be without Payne Haas Kurt Capewell due to injuries. Pat Garrigan and TC Rabati take their place. And just in some news through this morning, an $800 million deal has been done to keep the NRL Grand Final in Sydney. There was some uh, talk that it might be in Brisbane for the second year in a row, but it uh, looks like um, one of the, the reasons why this deal has been done is that some suburban stadiums in Sydney will be upgraded. That's what Peter Volandis, the ARL uh, Commission Chairman, was chasing, and that uh, has been granted. So Sydney gets the grand final back. And Brett, some big guns back this weekend in the AFL. Yep, and the number one is uh, Dustin Martin, of course. Richmond's main training session today. He gets through that. He takes on the Magpies. Triple M's Wayne Carey expects Dusty's role will be whatever he decides. He'll just be given a licence to do what he wants, and that is uh, drift up the ground when he wants, when he feels like he, he has the energy. And then, But I, I would assume majority of the time will, will be forward. And Paddy Dangerfield will be named in the cat side to face the Giants. He's missed two weeks with a cork calf. So uh, Dangerfield and Dusty back this weekend. Lots of danger ahead. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And Dolly Parton will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame despite the fact she respectively bowed out from the nomination process. The 76-year-old announced back in February that she wanted to step out of contention because she did not feel she had earned a rock and roll honour. But the Hall of Fame was able to change the superstar singer's mind, saying they celebrate a number of artists from non-rock and roll genres, including Hank Williams and Johnny Cash. Dolly was honoured alongside other inductees including Pat Benatar, Lionel Richie and Duran Duran. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.